Hello, friends. You're listening to our Mission Path. I'm Timothy Downing. In today's Cultural Insight, I want to talk to you about one of those issues that keeps sneaking in and destroying our ability to understand a new culture. That little thing is assumptions. We have many assumptions that are born and bred into us from our home culture. It's easy for those assumptions to cross over when something looks similar to our home culture. Assumptions, though, are part of the underlying way, the shorthand that we use to understand what's going on around us. Assumptions don't come into play only when there are big crossovers. They come into play almost on a daily basis. Let me give you a couple examples. When we first moved overseas, we were horrified because none of the eggs in the grocery stores were ever refrigerated. They were just on the shelf. We didn't eat eggs for a couple months. Then we found out that there's a reason why the eggs in Latin America are just simply on the shelf and never refrigerated. In the United States, where we came from, eggs are washed before they're packaged and sold. Here, eggs are not washed. So you need to wash them at home. But you do not need to refrigerate them. You see, when you wash an egg, the pores in the shell open up. And that causes the egg to go bad, unless it's refrigerated. But here, the pores in the eggs are not opened up and you can leave them on the shelf for a very long time before they actually go bad. But you see, we had an assumption. We had an assumption that everybody processes eggs exactly the way we do in the United States. But that's just not the case. You can't assume. Sometimes you need to ask. Another assumption we made was that milk products all need to be refrigerated before they're sold to us. But here, all of the milk products are on the shelf. They're in boxes. They're not in bottles. They're not in plastic jugs. It's a little disturbing when you first grocery shop in a different country because you just have these assumptions on what is good and what is bad as far as practices, especially with dairy. I want to take you on a little mental journey on another assumption that we made just recently. Imagine you're driving down the road and a pickup truck passes you. The two people inside the cab of the pickup truck are young men. And on the pickup truck, there are two flags. They're the rainbow flags. What does your culture tell you about these two young men? What assumptions would you make? In a recent journey, that's exactly the situation that happened. And I looked at those flags and I thought, huh, well, that's something you don't see every day here in Ecuador. You see, Ecuador is a very macho culture. And even if there were a large number of homosexuals, they probably wouldn't be waving flags. You don't see that here. I was 
looking at those young men and thinking in terms of a North American perspective. They're obviously waving the flag. They want everyone to know of their preferences. As we continued on our journey, we started to get into more and more rural places, and we kept on seeing these rainbow flags everywhere. They were on houses. They were on buildings. They were in billboards. There was just a sea of rainbow flags. During a visit last year, a pastor asked me, what our pastors are doing to address the issue of homosexuality. To which I responded, that doesn't seem to be a glaring issue in this culture. It just doesn't seem like people are too concerned about that because there's not large numbers of, of uh, people who are engaged in that, or at least there's not a vocal minority of people who are like there is in the United States. But as we continue to drive in more and more rural places, we continue to see these rainbow flags. And I thought, this is just strange from what I know about this culture. This wouldn't be such a strange experience in the United States to see a lot of rainbow flags in one place. But here, it, it really was. And so I assumed I knew what these meant. After we reached our destination, we had occasion to eat a meal with an evangelist. And we started asking him about these different flags that we've been seeing. And he said, oh yeah, that's a political party here. And I said, oh, okay, so what do they believe? And he described that they're a far leftist political party. They're for indigenous rights, which is a good thing. But they're also anti-capitalist and socialist, which as you know, if you've been listening to us for a while or reading our blog, we're within walking distance of the latest failed socialist state. So that's not really a good thing to be. A, a socialist is just a, you know, that's just a way station to communism and it always ends in despair. It also always ends in hunger, usually after we shoot all the farmers. For the life of me, I can't understand why anyone would be a socialist, but okay. This party was for socialism and also for uh, indigenous rights. I, I further pressed for an answer about whether this party was for homosexual rights. And when I asked the question, there was a stunned reaction. Well, of course not. What, why would they be? And so I explained to them that that flag in the United States has a very specific meaning that perhaps isn't here. And he, he laughed and he said, no, I wonder if, and he named one of the politicians from this party, I wonder if they know that that's the connotation in the United States. I'm not sure that they would care if it is, but knowing our culture here, I think probably they would. This is just another example of how an assumption could lead you down a completely different road than you had intended to go down. It's almost like we have to compartmentalize and take everything that we knew about everything from our sending culture and put it in a little box. And we'll take that box back out when we visit this next summer. And we have to start afresh with a new empty box here in Ecuador. 
because a lot of things that we think we know, we're finding out, we actually don't know. We know exactly how it would play out in the United States, but we have no idea what it's like here. So friend, let me ask you a question. Would you pray for us as we unwrap this culture, this beautiful tapestry of culture that God has placed us into so that we can clearly and effectively give the gospel of Jesus Christ without assumptions? Friends, our family serves Jesus Christ in Ecuador, and we would love for you to go to ourmissionpath.com. That's O-U-R-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-P-A-T-H.com. If you go there, you'll find videos, you'll find podcasts, you'll find pictures, you'll find time lapses, you'll find panoramas, you'll find all kinds of stuff about our life here in Ecuador. We want you to join us on our mission path. God bless you.